This week on the Movie Mob Podcast, a mother, a couch, and Ewan McGregor, Martin Scorsese is going to play Jesus, and new trailers for The Bike Riders, The Royal Hotel, and Thanksgiving. Eat up. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movie Mob Podcast here, episode 65 in honor of the worst movie of the year, 65, starring Adam Driver. Uh, Nick, welcome. Thank you. Or you I should feel, be welcoming I feel, I feel me. Welcome. This is I am, your place. I'm welcoming you, but I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, no Matt today. Again, we, but it is his birthday when we're recording this. So uh, happy birthday to Matt. Happy birthday, uh, Matt. Send it in the comments below. Happy birthday to Matt. Yeah, I want to see a lot of happy birthday, Matts, in the comments. Yeah, let's go. Bump if those numbers get, up. If we get 10 happy birthdays in the comments, Matt will do the next episode shirtless. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's, and, and, but we'll have it just on his bottom half. So you, you still got to imagine. All right. right. Yeah. Right. We don't want to give it all away. Yeah. You know? Ba -da -ba. Ba -da -ba. <laughs> all right, we got some movie news. news here. And this first topic, it's a shame because I feel like Matt would have some thoughts on this one. But uh, Mother, comma, Couch yeah. is the title of this film from uh, a Swedish filmmaker. He's only 32 years old. What's his name? His name's Nicholas Larsson. Great name. Um, and he, this movie is based on a novel, a Swedish novel. I mean, uh, Mama e Sofa by Jörger Verdborg. I probably butchered that. Um, I looked up the book. Did you? It doesn't have too much noise around it, so yeah. it must be like a this this kid. You know, I think it's a newer book, uh, but he's read it. Probably just had a vision for it and uh, wanted to make it. Mm -hmm. um, this is seems to be this kid's first big feature film. I mean, you look at this cast. We got Ewan McGregor, Taylor Russell in the lead roles. But Nick, let me read you the uh, synopsis by all means for this because uh, it's pretty interesting. The film follows a mother who sits on a couch at a furniture store and refuses to get up, leaving her kids to figure out why. Isn't that interesting? I, yeah. I uh, mean, is, is it, do we know a genre? Is it a horror uh, film? So based off these shots here, so we have two images here that were released. No trailer yet. Um, it's the first I've heard of the movie. Yeah. But, I mean, look, Ewan McGregor's looking stressed a bit. She looks, well, I mean, his mom won't get off the couch. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming that's the husband, no? Uh, potentially, yeah. but then who's behind Who's behind him there in that photo? I think it's the same actress. No, 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 no. I, I know, but yeah. I'm saying if he's the husband yep. and the mom won't get off the couch. I was assuming uh, Taylor Russell, the girl on the right, yeah. is the mom and he's the husband and then there's kids. So who is the other chick behind you? That's not Taylor Russell? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I, don't think, I don't think she's the one. So here's the thing. If Ewan McGregor is one of the kids. That'd be interesting. So maybe it's an elderly maybe, lady? This is where I'm oh, thinking. Oh, okay. Right? But if the, because the way that the synopsis reads, her kids are like five and six years old. Right. That's what it, I assume. Mentally kids. when I saw it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that could be interesting. Maybe Ewan McGregor and her and Taylor Russell are the siblings, and then there's an older... Yeah, that, I mean, that, that could be interesting. That would make me think it's more thriller. Right. Darker tone. I mean, these pictures definitely look like they're in the uh, darker side of things. I mean, I figured the pictures, when when I opened the folder to put on the show, I figured that you would have sent me a picture of a lady on a couch. Yeah, right. You know, But yeah. instead we got Ewan McGregor concerned on the phone with a bandage on his hand. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I love Ewan McGregor, and he's really not in a ton of stuff. I mean, he's been doing more stuff recently. He obviously came back as Obi-Wan. He did that um, limited series where he played the fashion uh, yes, guy yeah. too. I forget the name of that, but he. I heard he was oh, very good. Of course you do, because now it slipped my mind too. Yep. Um, I can look it up, but um, 
he, he's bouncing back, but he's, he's very selective with his roles, I think, and I like it. I mean, he's a great actor. Uh, train spotting, obviously, Moulin oh, Rouge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very underrated in stuff that isn't Star Wars. Yes. I've been meaning to watch Doctor Sleep as well, the sequel to The Shining that he's in. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to find this show. It came out... It just it just came out. I'd say yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a guy's. It's the. Uh, oh my god, Almighty! It's, it's like one name. He's in. Uh, he's one in one name. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the guy's. Oh, Halston. Uh, Halston. Halston. Yeah. I watched yeah, every episode. Halston. Very, very. It good. It was good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, if you if you like romantic gay dramas about sure. fashion icons, you're gonna you're like in. this. And if you like Ewan McGregor, you're yeah. in. It, he does very well. He's in my favorite. Uh, rom com. Uh, I love you, Philip Morris, where he seen uh, falls in love with Jim Carrey. Fantastic! Really? Oh, it's so good, dude. It's so good. Um, in jail, they're both inmates in a prison, and they fall in love. Wow! And it's a hilarious and like touching film, and it's so good, and I love every second of it. Okay. Um, he's in Men That Stare at Goats, and uh, uh, I mean, he's just his his resume. Goes on and on and it on. It does. He, he's good. He selects good stuff. He's rarely in anything bad. Yeah. You know, he was even good in the the Harley Quinn movie that they did. He played the villain in that. He was great. Black Mask. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested. Uh, I don't. I think this movie comes out this year. Let me double check. Yeah, 2023 film. So we're we're gonna be September 9th. Yeah. What what? What's today? The thirteenth. Oh, it's already come out. I guess it's out. We don't Let have a trailer. See. No, no trailer. But there's reviews. What is it out on? What the hell? There's no trailer. What's it out on? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh my god. This maybe is a- wait, but it could have released foreign. These reviews don't look good. This is a first. <laughs> this is a first. Yeah. Wow. For, Mo- for the Movie Mob podcast. Let's look it up. Mother Couch. Oh, this is a good article right here. Mother Couch this, director no gave the cast less information than the crew. Interesting. Yeah, that's an article. Yeah, there's headline. no trailer. Uh, that's weird. Collider wrote, uh, During TIFF, the director revealed that Ewan McGregor, Ellen Burstyn, and the rest of the cast only had the bare minimum information. Director Nicholas Larson wrote a book he called The Storm to provide detailed information to the crew during the production of the film Mother Couch. The cast of the film, including... Ellen Burstyn and Ewan McGregor didn't receive the storm book and instead focused on what was already in the script, which allowed them to bring a unique interpretation to their roles. Fuck off. Here's the thing. How about this? If Fuck you're, off. If gonna, How about that? If you're going to do all that shit, at, if you're going to do all that shit, yeah. you, you better come to play. You wrote a whole fucking book. Right now, these reviews are not too hot. Let me ask so, you this. Let me yeah. ask you this. So you write, you're directing a film, right? And I know I give shit to like, I, I talk shit about crew people all the time, but you write a book, right? You think the PAs are reading you a book about the backstories of the characters right. in the film? I've never had a PA read a script in my life. No. You don't uh, care. So not, maybe. You think Ryan Collins, the sound guy, yeah. is going to read the, the, the script? Uh, not even the script. He's going to read the book about the backstory of the character? Yeah. Give me a fucking RJ. So, Come on. Come on. I actually think... It, it, so it didn't come out yet. Okay. It, it, it premiered the other day at Toronto Film Festival. Okay. That's that release. But one of the... Uh, what is this? The Guardian review of it. it says, Mother Couch Review, a first-rate cast gets lost in a second-rate muddle. Two out of five stars. Excellent performances from Ewan McGregor, etc., are wasted on a baffling, surreal family indie. Yeah, no, no so. surprise there. I do love an indie. I do love an indie, but so, I just I, some others say it's the weirdest film of the year. Do you feel this at all? And I feel like we talked about this on the Nick Williams show episode mm-hmm. with you and 
John Potvin that premiered last week. Check it out. Watch it. Um, but the uh, I just feel like sometimes there's ways of doing things, RJ. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that you can get your point across. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You don't have to write a book about backstory and give it to the crew to make your film good. Make the right. film good. You know. Yeah. Have a good story, mm-hmm. and everybody will like it. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's not simple, but it seems pretty straightforward. It's not going to get me to watch the film because the storm book. Right. Was given to the PAs to read. Sounds like it could be a, a, a young filmmaker, got a nice cast behind him, got a little got a little too high on his uh high on himself and, and went a bit or too far. Or on some drugs or, or something. Or on some drugs. The storm. Yeah, the storm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh uh based on those reviews, probably not watching it. Maybe if it drops on like a streaming service and I'm I'm bored one night, I'll throw it on. If it's weird, I'll watch it. You know what? If you're gonna read a book, you know what book you should read? The storm. I was gonna say the yeah. good the good book. The good book. Yeah. Amen. Marty. Oh, wow. I didn't even connect that. Terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Marty. Marty yeah, Scorsese. Unless you got more about this one. but Yeah, no, that was it. I mean, um, we'll see. When that one comes out, comes out. It was probably on Netflix or something like that. But when it comes out, we'll, we'll review it, I'm sure. So we talked the other few weeks ago. News came out that the author of the book, The Wager. Yes. Right? About the, the shipwreck mutiny came out and said that Scorsese's next movie with DiCaprio will be an adaptation of his book, The Wager. Right. We said, that's interesting because Scorsese just told the Pope that his next film was going to be about Jesus. Right. Was he lying in the face of the, of the Pope? Right. Apparently not. It's still in development. There was a big article um, that came out the other day on Scorsese, and at the very end of it, they asked him about the Jesus film, and this is what he had to say. I don't know what it's going to be exactly. I don't know what you'd call it. It wouldn't be a straight narrative. Uh, but there would be stage scenes and I'd be in it. So Scorsese making a return to acting. You know, he's cameoed in very small roles in his past uh, films. And he was, I forget the name of the movie, but he's in a Kurosawa movie where he plays Van Gogh for like a scene. Um, so he's, he's done it. He was in Curb. Playing himself, well, he's like in, he's in uh, Taxi Driver too. He's one of the passengers. Yeah, in that. he's in that funny ad when he goes to get the the uh, pictures printed out at like a CVS, and he's critiquing the framing. Yeah, he, he, you know he's a, he's a great actor. Um, in in the limited roles, <laughs> I was going to say a great yeah, actor in the limited. Yeah. You know, he knows his space. You know, it's weird. He he's very. I've noticed that the directors when they're in films are incredibly eccentric. Like if you look at uh, not to change the subject, but if you look at Tarantino in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. He's a little all over the place. Sure. Same in the first scene of Reservoir Dogs. And when you see uh, Marty in the backseat of the taxi and Taxi Driver, he's a little like speeding yeah. through the lines and he's like getting up. You I know would, what I mean? I would say Tarantino's probably not acting. Yeah, Tarantino, <laughs> yeah, Tarantino's yeah. just a nutbag. Scorsese's yeah. just kind of a psychopath in, in Taxi Driver. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But I, I, I like that. I thought he was good in that. That little role. I agree. Yeah, no, no, but, I, I liked him in that too. But I'm saying, I, I wonder. So my question to you, RJ, yes, because I read and I think it's it's in your notes. He, what 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 is his direct quote again? Can you read Marty's quote? Again? I don't know what it's going to be exactly. I don't know what you'd call it. It wouldn't be a straight narrative. Uh, it says it would build on some ideas that he explored in Silence, which is a great movie. I like that movie. Uh, but there would be stage scenes, and I'd be in it. Right. Okay. So he's, what does so that my, mean? Well, my stage qu- scenes. Um, that's what I was trying to figure out. It was very vague what he was talking about here. Yeah, to know. me, uh, you want me to be honest with you? Well, I just have a question. I don't think this movie's ever getting made. 
Uh, yeah, maybe not. But if it does get made, does Marty play elderly Jesus? No. Okay. <laughs> I think no. it'd be so funny. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I guess. Yeah. I'm, it, does he I mean don't... like like theater like a like a theater kind of vibe when he says stage scenes? Maybe it's he, not going to be a straight narrative. I don't know. I, I mean, the, based on his quote in this, it kind of yeah. seems like it's in the back of his mind as a potential new project. But if I had to bet money on it, I'd probably say that that wager movie might be first. Maybe. I mean, listen, RJ, at some point, right? I mean, I don't I don't disagree with you. Yeah. And this is why it's difficult because I feel like, you know, I, I like making movies and mm-hmm. I want to make movies and everything. If I had as much money as Martin Scorsese, do I care what movie comes out next? Yeah. If I'm a thousand years old like he is, do I well, care what movie comes I, out I next? I saw an interview with him and they asked him about like how his older age has changed his perspective. And what he said was that... Things are blurrier now. Ju- yeah, it just <laughs> it just changes how he chooses his next projects. He's obviously going to be more selective with limited time, right? Um, now he's already made a movie about Jesus. Obviously, it was based off a, a fictional book, but you got to wonder, like, would he rather do something else, maybe first before he dives into that again? Right, right. He already touched upon that. And in Silence, have you seen Silence? I haven't. Oh, it's really good. It's so really good. So we talked about like a few weeks ago. Christopher Nolan with Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. and and you asked, you posed the question, you know, what would you think about Oppenheimer had someone like Martin Scorsese directed yep. it? And I don't know. I feel like I used to be really not aggravated. I mean, I'm aggravated about everything, mm-hmm. but I used to be like kind of annoyed at the concept of Tarantino only making ten films in his career. Right, and he just came out the other day and said that he's filming uh, the last one in Los Angeles. Yeah, so. and who has the role? I sent uh, you the thing. Philip Hauser. Uh, something. Oh, the guy from he played he played uh he's in uh mind a uh, manhunter or whatever it is he plays yeah he's a good actor oh really very oh, very okay. good actor very um, good actor yeah but my 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 reason for bringing this up though is because it's like we expect you know Marty to like make films and continue making films and <clears throat> Steven Spielberg and all these guys to make films for the mm-hmm. rest of their lives but I guess. Now, listen, I think The Wager will be good. I think the Jesus movie will be good. I think anything Marty makes will be good. But mm-hmm. at some point, it's like, does it fall within the collection? Is there a stopping point? Is there anything here where we're like, you know what? I think that's enough. I mean, it's re- uh, for us, sure. I mean, you know? I, I think. Well, and I, I wonder for, for us as well, as directors, like as we our careers go on, like are you going to have the, we don't know because we're not 80. I don't know. We're I'm, not 80 I'm, years I'm old. saying as a fan right now. Sure. Watching them. It's easy to say, yeah, they're washed up, they're done. But for them, they might feel like they still have it in the tank. I think Ridley Scott's mm-hmm. a good example of someone who, like, one movie you'll be like, he's washed. Yeah, right? he'll put out God's uh, Exodus, that one, Ugh. that terrible movie. I watched, but it was then horrible. he'll come out with The Martian. Yeah, and then it's like, what the hell? He'll come out with House of Gucci, and then he'll come out with the the uh, I'm blanking on it. The Gladiator Two. No, The Night. Uh, Fuck me. The Last Duel. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Which yeah, I yeah. loved. I thought that was really good. And now he's got Gladiator coming out. Um, so, I don't know. Would you put Ridley... I'm just asking. Would you put yeah. Ridley Scott on Marty Scorsese's level? No, I think... But I don't know. I, like, in their prime, though, he he was really... I mean, Blade Runner, Alien, Gladiator. I'm like talking 1980s. American Gangster. Yeah. This is fucking 40 years ago, bro. I mean, no, I know. I know. This is, well, this is what I'm saying. So yeah. you have all these, you know, these films and like, I don't know. I just don't think Marty hasn't made a film yet, though, that 
that I would consider his I wouldn't I've never watched a Martin Scorsese film and been like Oh shit! He might be done after this. No, he doesn't have a bad movie. He doesn't. No. He really doesn't. No. But my, and I'm, I don't think he's washed up by any stretch of the no. imagination. But I just feel like when you get into this, because like I've told, I've talked about this before when Quentin Tarantino said to him at the director's thing, me, uh, thing or whatever, and he said, you know, mm-hmm. some of us have a budget and a time constraint, and and it was in reference to the Irishman. And Marty, yeah. Marty's kind of like, I, I guess some of you do. I don't. And the reason I mention it is because like. Working, having to work within limitations, a short film, you're not going to get accepted if you're over 15 minutes kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, working within some f- rules and framework and limitations or whatever actually is to your benefit because it forces you to, to make certain decisions. Yeah. So, like, Kevin, the wager, maybe, or the Jesus movie, maybe. He doesn't really know what the Jesus movie is going to be. Well, dude, you don't have that much time left. You're fucking sure. 85 years old. You know what uh, I mean? Or whatever he could is. also have stuff more developed than we think, and he just can't speak on that yet. And oh, he's I'm, I'm, about I'm thinking, I'm totally yeah. from an yeah, ignorant yeah, yeah, yeah. fan perspective, I'm looking into this, yeah. you know? But it's I like, think the interesting, well, you go. Well, this is why I just, this is the only, this is why I don't like the, the articles that come out. Because yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up until we have a decision. And then, and then give me all the info. Yeah, I will say it was, like, the article was 95% about Killers of the Flower Moon. And then at the end, they, yeah. like, bookmark it with that well, And that's the other thing. thing. They're like, talking about next? the next two films a guy's going to make. Yeah. And his first one hasn't even come out yet. Right, right. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you know? listen, whatever he makes will be there. Oh, I, yeah. I hope he gets a chance to make this movie. I think it would be interesting. Before he meets Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for either one that he makes, whatever he chooses. Um, but first, we'll hit for Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Right? When does that come out again? Do you know offhand? October in theaters, uh, November on Netflix. I got to see Apple that. Or Apple TV. Sorry. I got to see that in theaters. Yeah, I might do it. I might do it. You know, it's a three and a half hour one, but... We'll be there. We got some other movies coming out in theaters, though. Yeah, I um, saw us. a few interesting ones here. The first one's called The Bike Riders. I like that simple title. I also like this poster a lot. Yes, yeah, like same. the colors. I like the framing. It's good stuff. Austin Butler, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, Jodie Comer, Michael Shannon, and Norman Reedus are in this one. Great cast. Fantastic. Great cast. Um, it's about bike riders. Yeah, about a biker Sons gang. of Anarchy, the movie. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, Austin Butler is kind of the young buck in, in this uh, place. Tom Hardy, Michael Shannon, those guys are some experienced veterans and stuff. And it looks like a very, uh, not simple movie, but you know what I'm saying. It's grounded. Simple-minded. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> bit of Sons of Anarchy, obviously. 100%. Um, which I never watched that, but you know, I Me know either. there's a ton of people that love that show and, and this vibe. And I, I'm was in. I'm excited for this. Again, you know, we talk all the time about not so much as indie movies, but just like big studios making smaller films. Sure, with with a good cast and a good story, and it's not a sci-fi or fantasy thing. It's not a reboot or a sequel. Mm-hmm. This seems like uh, I'm glad this movie's getting made. Same. Um, it's already got some early reviews that are are really good. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. If, no. if I'm not doing anything one day and I want to go to the theater, I'll, I'll see it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm excited for this. Uh, the trailer looked awesome. I'm a yep. huge Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, I, I love, Tom. love yep. Tom Hardy. He the guy can do no wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, there's nothing off limits. He can be emotional and sensitive, or he can kick your fucking ass. Doesn't matter who you are. Yep. Uh, great actor, fantastic cast. Uh, Austin Butler. I'm actually happy to see, and I was really impressed because. With Elvis, the guy lived as Elvis. Yeah. and was doing the whole. In the interviews, he still had the Elvis voice and all that stuff, and it really put a bad taste in my mouth with Austin Butler, only because it's annoying after a little while, Sure, and I'm a big critic of fucking everything, okay? 
But with this, I was impressed because it shows that he has some range. Yeah. It looks like he's not just Elvis, which is really cool. Now, granted, he's also in Dune 2, but that's not coming out till March. So, And there's so much makeup on him, you can't even really tell that it's Austin yeah, Butler right. in Dune 2. So, like, uh, this this is... It looks like a cool role. He plays the 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 hot guy yeah, that yeah, the yeah. girl falls in love with, and I think it's probably going to be from her perspective, um, you know, telling of the of the story just based on the trailer. He's got that '60s movie star look with the hair and everything. Yeah. You know? I love in the trailer when Tom Hardy when they go, "What do, what do we do with the bar?" and he just goes, "Burn it down." Yeah, it's yeah so yeah, like so yeah. casual. Like, why are you asking me such a stupid question? I right. love that. Um, it looks it looks awesome. I'm not a I'm not a huge motorcycle guy. Yeah, neither am I. But, but I'm gonna see this because of Tom Hardy and uh, and and Austin Butler and that chick. What's what's the main lead character? Uh, the lady. What's her name? Jodie Comer. She does she not look like a young Winona Ryder kind of? Yeah, sort of? a little bit. Yeah, yeah I could right. See it. I was getting those vibes. To your point on the um, the bike biker thing, I would agree with you on that. Though I will say my favorite episode of True Detective, season one, is when. Uh, Rust, Matthew McConaughey has to infiltrate the biker gang. Mm. And there's that whole thing that goes down. So, I mean, there's opportunity there to do a lot of really cool stuff. And obviously, Sons of Anarchy uh, had a big following. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure with between Austin Butler, between the biker thing, I'm sure this will do well. It's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, critic score. Only 12 reviews, though. Mm. Um, and, I, I mean, that doesn't really mean much. I don't know if you saw the other day the Rotten Tomatoes thing came out. No, say that, it was. Like, I mean, we all knew, but there was, like, a big scandal saying that certain people were paying off Rotten Tomatoes reviews. You don't say. Yeah, right. I mean, you we knew. don't say. We knew, we knew but. That's crazy. Little, little I didn't know that. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'll probably be seeing it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, I'm in. The Royal Hotel. This trailer uh, popped up. The other day, neon, uh, neons are they're they're rising up. Uh, well, the, they're definitely spending a lot of money on advertising because they yeah. have like seventeen films they've been yeah. advertising. Uh, what else? Uh, Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, and they have the deal with uh, SAG, I believe, because they're they're one of those smaller companies that made a deal already. Yeah. with them. So uh, that's why Adam Driver was at the film festival the other week talking about Ferrari. So they're yeah, allowed yeah, yeah. to do that. Uh, so we got uh, Julia Garner and Jessica Henwick in this one. Didn't have any idea what this was. Uh, it's from the producers of The Power of the Dog. You ever watched that? It was the Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Came out a few years ago. Um, it, was, it was pretty good. I think you'd like it. Um, it's called The Royal Hotel. Now, do you watch Ozark? I don't, but I know the girls yeah, from yeah, Ozark. Ruth, yeah, Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's good. Um, this trailer? I don't know either. Yeah. So I will I will say I was a little skeptical going in because I thought it was going to be another, what's that movie that Matt wanted to watch? Yes. Drive Away Dr- Drive Away. I totally so agree I, with you. I was like, here we yeah, go. Yeah, the first minute, it's like, I go, what, what is, is RJ doing? What yeah. do we do? Now, th- there's a couple of jokes in there. It was, I appreciated the humor. Yeah. That was nice. Um, And then they, they go down to Australia, I guess, and they work in a bar. Sure. I guess that's. Or there's a bar where they frequent. Yeah. yeah, it would look like they worked there though. They okay. went down there for work, yeah. and the the patrons of the bar harassed these women. Yep. And uh, okay, um, and all, then it turns all right. into like a thriller suspense thing. I yeah yeah I guess yeah. I don't uh, I don't. It's just the thing. So I I actually did watch the trailer. I I sat there and I watched it. No, but sometimes I put it on in the background and yeah, then we yeah, talk yeah. about it after. Um, but like I actually watched the trailer and I I. Don't know where it goes, and it wasn't. It wasn't enough of like a, it being vague enough 
It was too vague is what I'm saying. I wasn't able to to piece together what the fuck well, I was I mean, looking at. I, I was waiting for a tone shift. Something. when when the, And then it does shift tones. Um, yeah, but why? Because the guy gives yeah, her a I hard time? I, I mean, it's weird. Uh, she has like a mental breakdown. Yeah. Well, just like, Hugo everyone here it, scares yeah, like, me. Well, you know what this reminds me of was another movie. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, another movie that came out. Oh, God, I forget the name of it. I only saw the trailers for it, but it was this weird thing where, like, this girl get goes to a house, and then there's this guy there who, like, everyone in the town has his face. I think it was called Men. Okay. But very same thing where, like, it's a woman and all these, like, men are, like, around them psychological, like, yeah, it was called Men. Yeah. Um, by oh, Alex Garland directed it. I didn't know that. Um, so I I don't know. I I really I agree with you. This trailer didn't get me. This didn't make me want to see it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, if it comes out and a lot of people are talking about it, uh, maybe I'll check it out if it gets some Oscar buzz. But just based off this trailer, when does it come out? Um, let's see. Ba ba ba. It comes out October sixth. Hmm. This is not a theater watch, definitely for me. I'm I won't be heading out to the theater. Yeah, I have no intention of No. Uh yeah. She the 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 chick that plays the blonde. What's her name? Ruth in the you know Ozark? What's in her Ozark. Do we know her name name? We don't know. Her yeah, name. Julia Gardner. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. She's in um this uh remember, remember that chick that was faking she was faking being yeah, rich yeah, for a while, yep. Annie whatever her name was. Becoming someone Yeah, yeah, becoming Danielle, the yeah, Russian lady, sure. who was actually Polish or whatever. It was great. It was great when that news article came out, and that series is really good. And mm-hmm. she played the role really well. Oh, she's well too. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good cast. I just don't. Uh, this is just one of those things I don't understand what the story is. That's all. And I'm not intrigued enough to like want to go watch it. And you got to wonder: um, at an hour and a half, is there a story? Yeah, three minute trailer. It's only an hour and a half. You gotta. Give you gotta me say. Let, let, let's be real here. Probably what first fifteen to twenty minutes. They're it's setting it up. Yeah, they, they haven't get, moved yet. Let's say they get to Australia at the 20, 25-minute mark. Yeah. You're it's looking a third at of the movie. an hour of the movie left to do what? Get harassed by a bunch I of men. I don't know. Interesting. Bunch, bunch of Aussies in the outback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Who knows? Hugo Weaving, though. Great actor. Great actor. I don't think he's Australian, though. Let me double-check this, Hugo Weaving. I don't think... Uh, he's a British actor playing an Australian. Well, that's... Wait, but he's the recipient of six Australian Academy of Cinema Awards. Uh, and he was born in Nigeria. What the fuck? This guy's all over the place. Wow. Look at Hugo. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I- I'm not too interested in this. If anyone knows more about this movie, yeah. uh, comment below. I'd, l- I'd love to learn some more about it. But Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I love when we get a random comment about like something that we don't know much about, and someone will put like a whole paragraph, like yeah. as if they wrote it. And I'm like, right. go for it. Give me yeah, all the yeah. info. I love it. It's great. Yeah. This uh, this one's interesting. Listen, I am uh, I'm growing on horror. I used to not. I just used to be anti horror. I really didn't watch anything. Yeah. Dive in. Go a little more psychological horror stuff. I watched Halloween for the first time last year. Nice. So the slasher movies, I understand what they are. I can appreciate it. Yeah, they're fun. This one, looks, this, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to say yeah, it, but they are. Well, they are. I mean, they Scream, and this looks like it's in the same vein as Scream. It's it, it's kind of a, a slasher with a, some sort of ridiculous, almost comedic elements to it called Thanksgiving. And it's coming out on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's coming out in November 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directed by Eli Roth, obviously uh, the Jew bear from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Bear Jew, but yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, bear yeah, Jew. He's not a Oops. Jewish bear. He's a, he's a bear-shaped <laughs> Jew, but go ahead. But, um... What's interesting about this, Nick, 
is when I watched the trail, I just saw it. It popped up on my YouTube. I'm like, whatever, I'll watch it. Seems stupid. Yeah. Then I saw the comments, and people were talking about how they were like, oh, wow, I can't believe he finally made this after 15 years. I'm like, what do they mean? So I looked it up. So mm-hmm. in 2007, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez wanted to do like an old school double feature. Yeah. Where they played, you you bought one ticket and you saw both of their movies. I like And it was that. called Grindhouse, and you saw... uh what was it called? Uh, Planet Terror, Robert Rodriguez, and Death Proof, Quentin Tarantino. They were played back to back. I like that. But they made, they had three filmmakers make m- fake trailers to play before them. So this was one of them. That's he, cool, yeah, man. Yeah, Eli Roth made a trailer for a movie called Thanksgiving, and this was it. And now he's actually making the movie. And wow. one of the other movies is uh, Machete. Oh, cool. Okay, that was, okay. That was also a mock trailer from this Grindhouse thing that they turned into a movie. I like that yeah. a lot. So That's what I a cool idea. It is, and it's like uh, Tropic Thunder when they play the, the fake trailers yeah, before yeah, the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought there was a really interesting backstory to this. I mean, listen, it, it, Eli Roth is pretty good, I'd say, in the horror uh, realm. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen too many of his movies, but I, I like the I like the look of this. I like that there will be no leftovers. Yeah, it's, it's that's great. It's very great. Thanksgiving oriented. Well, we already got know? a Halloween. We already got like a Santa Claus one. I think they did Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, and now now we need Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They just probably wait. Have next, an Easter I was just yeah. gonna say next year we'll have Easter Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be great. I don't know. What'd you think of this? I it's a slasher film. Yeah. So I this is the thing. I have a mindset uh, going into these things, especially if you know what you're watching, right? Mm-hmm. And so I give, I cut slack when I have certain things, but I also hold it to a certain standard. Yeah. If we didn't see any slashing in the trailer, you I would got, be like, you got I, it. I would say this is ridiculous. What are we watching here? What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see people around a table. Yeah. I want to see a head where a turkey should be. Yes. You know what I mean? I want to see that gravy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but no, this, this looks like a it typical, well typical slasher film, you yep. know, lots of blood, <laughs> lots of, lots of, uh, well, what do you think this guy's name is going to be? The Pilgrim? I was thinking, yeah. The Pilgrim? Yeah. I like the design. I'm not going to lie. I like the hat with that weird, like, the mesh buckle? face. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it gives like me it. it gives me V for Vendetta in a Pilgrim yeah, outfit. Yeah, a little vibes. bit. You can see a little, Mustache, like, under it. A little something-something there, you know? But, but very, it, very interesting. And um, will, I saw a slasher film recently on Netflix that's called uh, The Secret Book Club or okay. something like that. It's a Spanish film. Dubbed in English on Netflix. If anyone wants to watch it, it's a yeah. slasher film about a guy who dresses up like a, a college mascot and mm-hmm. kills all his friends in a book club. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. If I had to rank genres of films, yeah. slasher movies would probably be pretty low. Sure. For me. But yeah. there's a lot. There's obviously people who love these movies, so I'm sure they're excited about it. And I honestly, like, if it has decent reviews and yeah. i'm sitting in october in spooky season want to throw this on maybe i will yeah well this is the <clears> thing for me so i don't know how you are but the thing yeah. i don't like about scary movies are are jump scares i don't like yes, the, i don't like lazy. the jump scares i, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like they're 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 lazy and they're mm-hmm. overdone and it's like I, I don't like that feeling there's other ways to scare people if i'm being honest it does freak me out and i don't like that that like tense and all the muscles sure. feeling or whatever with slasher films though they don't scare me at all I almost laugh, and, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. and it's like because some of, most of them are so ridiculous, and, and you most can, of them are old. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even even the newer ones. I mean, no, I don't know. It's a hob- obviously like a, a horrible thing mm-hmm. if you ever have to actually see it. But if you've ever seen someone who really gets shot, right? Uh, 
there's no blood packet, yeah, 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 yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, when you see these and people, they just slice people yeah. and there's blood, like in uh, Kill Bill. Sure. You know? Nobody, that's not real. Right. But I think because of that, you you understand what's happening. It looks really cool. And then you, you watch something like this and you're like, you give it a little bit of credence. You yep. give it a little bit of leeway. And uh, there's a lot that goes into it. I'll tell you right now, slasher films, I would love to make a slasher film. I think they're awesome. They're so much fun to make. Well, that's you know? the thing. It's, it's They're cheap to make. Yeah, well, yeah, unless you know, except for the blood department, they yeah, got a lot. Yeah, sure, of them. <laughs> sure. But um, and, and a lot of people see him. Yeah, uh, during Halloween, everyone wants to watch a scary movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but to your great. point about it being kind of funny, I mean, Scream kind of took that. They yeah. were like, okay, let's take the ridiculousness of like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, and let's kind of spoof it a bit. Yeah, and this seems like it's along the same lines as as Scream, and obviously the last Scream that came out, I heard, was pretty good too. Yeah, so it's always good to see like. Sure, they're cheap to make, and they're going to make money, these horror movies, but it's good when they they put some effort into them, too. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know, um, I agree. But I, I don't have a question of the day here, but I, I guess I can. I, I thought of one here. Go for it. Since we're talking about this. Yeah, what do you got? You got a favorite horror movie since we got Halloween approaching? Yeah, I would say- Because I'm picky. I'm I picky. would say- uh, uh, Halloween would be really, really good. I saw in theaters- I was in ninth grade, and we went to the midnight premiere. Me and my friend John, who's actually a filmmaker in L.A., okay, um, and uh, our buddy Brad, um, we all stayed over John's house. We were like 14, 15 years old. And it was the last movie I saw before I moved out here. It was Freddy vs. Jason. Nice. Yeah, 2009. Great. Or okay. two, yeah, 2009. Great film. Great film. And it's not even a great film. It's no, just it's another just horror film. Some good you know? yeah. I like the original Exorcist. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't, I mean, there's some some sometimes you consider like I guess a thriller a, versus horror versus sure. I love I'll tell you this much right now I love Frankenstein werewolf yeah, original sure. Dracula not Nosferatu but like the, the the any like Bram Stoker film I love the, the uh, Coppola one Phantom of the Oldman. Opera yep. love big, what about big is fans. like American Psycho there's some horror I feel like elements it's a thriller no I mean horror yeah slasher yeah what's a little. interesting about American Psycho some people call it a fucking comedy. I laugh. I, I do too. What's interesting about that and why, if it was flipped, if you were following the people he was killing, it'd Ooh, be a horror movie. Yes, I agree. But you're following him. Right. So it's not. Right. In my opinion. Right. It's more of a thriller. Yeah. And it's more of like this weird psychological deep dive and in this guy's like psyche. Yeah. You know, here's one. Go. Cape Fear. Ooh, good De Niro. Pick. I good like pick. that one. Because to, to me, I like that movie because it's like grounded. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah, that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's almost scarier. Well, it's scarier that way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you can't sleep, so okay, we were talking about jump scares. Jump yep. scares, they just annoy me. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're scared in the moment for a second. Yeah. Real horror films where you can't sleep after you watch them? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's sure. quality cuz sure. that's really good. You go, "Wow, that made me think forever," yeah. you know? But um like Jaws, some people yeah, considered hard. it a horror film. It's not scary now, but when it first came, like, my, I'll tell you this. My grandmother uh, and grandfather, they loved to go to the, the beach and the ocean and everything. Mm-hmm. After Jaws came out, my grandmother never went in the water ever again. Those for are the, the rest of her life. With yeah, yeah, for the yeah. rest of her life, she never went in the water again. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, it's cool. I mean, The Shining, obviously. Oh, that's so good. Get that's Out. That's so good. Um, the Menu, interesting. I mean, it's I a call little horror. It's a thriller. Yeah. That's a thriller. In a restaurant. Again, almost comedy there, too. It is almost comedic, um, you know? 
anything by Jordan Peele's been good so far. Yeah, he does not do cheap shit. No, he and does I mean very us, nice. us. I like aspects of it. Um, didn't so love like the ending as much, but it was pretty solid. Yeah, the uh, the original Mummy movie with Brendan Fraser is great. I mm. guess there's there's definitely horror elements, but again, not scary. Yeah, you know what's scary is the CGI on the rock in the Scorpion King. Oh God, so bad, yeah. so bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm gonna get into that vibe. I'm gonna start watching some more. It's horror that movies. time of year. I got kid. a list of ones that I haven't seen yet. So um, I'm gonna watch Alien finally. I've always been. I watched Predator the other day with was, uh, oh with, with Swartz. Yeah, Schwartz. First time. It was it was uh, get to the chopper. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that one. And very very good. Was it good? Yeah, very good. But it's not good at all. But it's like really? uh, yeah. Oh, you know what I love? I just googled horror films. So they consider these horror films. Some yeah, of them would gotta, be yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, Midsummer. I oh, I'd call that horror. Love yeah. Midsummer. Yeah, love Midsummer. Hereditary. Hereditary. Love Hereditary. Um. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. It's a thriller. It's a psychological They call it a horror. horror. Yeah. I like it. Sure. American Psycho's on there. Uh, I still haven't seen The Lighthouse. I got to watch that. Oh, um, that's great. That, so that's not, to me, that's not a horror movie. That's just a psychological thriller type movie. That's another but moment it's, I it's, wish Matt was here because Pooh, Blood, and Honey's right up there. And they're making the second one right now. Yeah. They're filming it right now. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, oh, Saw. Saw, yeah, those are yeah, classics. yeah. Those are horror. Yeah, it's just another kind of slash. Always afraid, I guess, is on there. But but still, I love uh, Frankenstein. Very very good. Barbarian was a good recent one that I. I enjoyed. would love to see a good remake of Frankenstein. Like I, a, another. Did you ever get a chance to watch Barbarian? I won't. The hair. Th- I can't do it. I'm not the doing it. It's gonna make me vomit. Did you say there's a scene where they're like eating hair or something? No, I don't think so. It's like a hairy woman. She's hairy. What do you mean? Oh, well, she needs a haircut. <laughs> yeah. She could use a buzz. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they put other random ones on yeah, here, like World War Z, gets weird Cloverfield. Yeah. Give me a break. Give uh, me a break. Morbius. That's scary for other reasons. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> scary that it got made. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Passion of the Christ. Children of the Corn. <laughs> they get the Passion of the Christ on you. Well, it's scary to some people. Yeah, I guess. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a scary oh, yeah. fucking movie, dude. That one will make you yeah. think forever. Well, you know what's actually used to scare me about the Passion of the Christ? You've seen it, right? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. You know, like that scene, Mel Gibson. Yeah, where yeah. Jesus is in the garden in the the. It's a girl. They had a woman play Satan. Yeah, she's bald and she's got that like hood over her and just like creepy, creepy look yeah. to her. Yeah, yeah that yeah. always was like freaking yeah. me out. So I guess that scene's pretty scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Passion of the Christ is not a film for children. That's for sure. But I guess you know what's interesting about that. While we're on the topic of that, go go go. It says Passion of the Christ two, the sequel comes the, out the next rapture. year. <laughs> well, it's, I'm serious. It's the called second, it's, it's called Passion of the Christ two, the second coming. It's called the Passion <laughs> of the Christ Resurrection. Yeah, it says 2024 film. Yeah, doesn't at the end of Passion of the Christ he gets up and he's got the hole in the hand and he. I believe so. But I can't tell He's if naked. they filmed this movie already. Because Mel Gibson, it says, will start filming in January of 2024. Oh, okay. So it's not coming out in 2024. Right. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, he didn't stick around long after he got up That's again. what I'm wondering. Well, Mel Gibson has said it'd be a pretty weird movie. Like they, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. If you're going to do biblical, this, don't be blasphemous. Don't go, yeah. Right. Like, that's weird to me. That's too much. That. 
that other film that you texted me, we don't have to go deep into it, but the one with the 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 second. Oh yeah, that uh, yeah. People were lighting that one up. Yeah, that's it's what just it weird. Don't the mess. book of um. Yeah, whatever his name. The was. book of Clarence. Yeah, yeah. You, you're never gonna win me over on something. No. Like, it's not funny. It's funny to make fun of religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't. You don't. Don't. But be that was taking itself like, serious. Yeah, it's weird. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like. Yeah, very that. odd. And I wouldn't. It's not because I'm like I wouldn't do that with Jewish people. I wouldn't do it with Buddhist people. Like just don't. It's too much. Yeah, but we're we're in a society now where that's kind of where people are losing that touch on those things. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't. Yeah. Okay. You sh- sure. I mean, do whatever you want. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. No, I, I agree with you. I, I would rather. Po- and I po- You know, we poke fun at at um at Catholicism all the time, and and because it's I don't know. Listen. Whether you believe in God or not, somebody invented humor along the way. So you got to be yeah. able to laugh. Here's what I will say. Yeah. Not, shouldn't be controversial. No, go I ahead. don't think a movie like that would ever get made about Jewish or Muslim people today. Not today, no. But it no. feels like Christianity, it's like... Well, it's not their turn right you now. You can do it. Yeah. Right now... No, I'm just saying. Like, right now, people yeah, are guess. not... Politically or whatever it is, yeah. um, wherever you fall, right now, Christian, Catholic, the you know, the believers in jesus are yeah. they're on the low rung of the totem pole right but it's it's an evolving totem pole it is give it 50 years it it'll is. be the jews again a few thousand you know? years ago they were chopping kids heads off and sending That's, them down the aztec temples. there you go you know, you yeah. know? so they're gonna yeah. like whatever you know and then give it you know another hundred it's gonna be buddhists and then it's yeah. gonna be so i don't know i don't know what don't it's know. gonna be but it's not it's not uh it's not gonna be this movie i'll tell you that much yeah, yeah. i just i don't think i don't know sometimes you t- people take things a little too far you know, yeah. speaking yeah. of horrors, though, did you see that movie Pearl that came out like a few no, but six it's a months spin ago? Spinoff of X. Okay, the that movie. was with Kid Cudi. I believe that in that <laughs> yes, in the movie. From what I understand, the movie X. Yeah, there's like that creepy old woman. It, this is a prequel about her, so it's like her younger. I see. But I heard they both got rave reviews. You could even say I don't know if you've seen them all or not, but the, some of the later Harry Potter films kind of horror. It's a fall vibe. All the Harry Potters, I would agree. Yeah. But there are elements. I do love Harry Potter. Oh, I mean, Goblet of Fire, the end of Goblet of Fire. Very good. When he's got the Death Eaters and they're putting it, that's definitely scary when they're in the maze. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yep. Goblet of Fire. I like the last the last two, parts one and two of uh, chapter seven or whatever it yeah, is, yeah, so yeah. book seven. It's good. That's all you like? Fuck no. the other movies. No, no. <laughs> and I like the first one. It sets up the whole story. Sure. First one, I'll be in tears by the end of it. I mean, it's so good. It, it takes me immediately back to my yeah. childhood. Um. Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't know. I don't like go off on a big Harry Potter thing. I was just gonna say, like, I, I like the fact that they even said in in the disc two of Harry Potter one, they said uh, that they used the book as the script. Like it was literally, should. but it was. But you know how there's adaptations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This was like page by page. Like everybody had a copy of the yeah, first. Yeah, the first Harry- few movies are pretty on point. Really on movie. point. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. really well done. And I liked that a lot. I thought it was great because I remember reading the book. So I'm watching. I know I'm anticipating and then seeing those things and, you know, yeah. nearly headless. And, How mean, could I, you be nearly headless? Go ahead. I haven't read the Godfather book, but I know that like it's way throughout off. the production. Yeah. Coppola had the book on hand though. He was constantly yeah, writing notes. Yeah, he chopped and stuff. out yeah. full storylines yeah, to condense I, it, yeah. and it's still three hours. And I think a lot of people would argue that that's a good example of the one movie that's better than the book. Yeah, the book is just—it's very much. There's just way more in depth 
and yeah. more storylines and stuff like that. Like with Tessio and all those other guys. Yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. there's, it's different. And the the movie is perfect. I wouldn't change right. a frame. Right. I wouldn't change a frame of the Godfather. You know? God, if you if if it's still three hours with cut stuff, they you know? cut out everything. Yeah. Well, look at look at movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tarantino sure. had to write a whole book about the. You Hateful know what I mean? Too. Yeah. Hate, I just watched that again mm-hmm. recently. It is there is nothing wrong with Hateful Eight. Not a lot of people talk about it. So it's underrated to me. It's definitely like a slow burn. It builds up to that end. Yeah. But uh, I'd actually be interested to watch it the the way they put it on Netflix in episodes. You mm. seen that? Yes, I've watched that. But I, it, it's now it's currently on Netflix. Edition. It's currently on Netflix as just the film. Yeah. But I have watched it as episodes. I I like both. Yeah. I like both. Um, but that it's it's very good. And Samuel L. Jackson murders that role. Yes. Like murders and that Kurt role. Kurt Russell's good. Yeah. yeah. And the guy what what's the guy that stands there with Samuel L. Jackson and the um he's so good. He's in he's in Righteous Gemstones. He's in very a lot of Danny McBride stuff. He plays that new sheriff guy. Um Oh, come on. Hold on. I gotta I gotta look it up. Hateful Eight cast is Walton Goggins. Oh, he's great. He is yeah. becoming... He always plays like a dick. Slowly but surely, he is becoming one of my favorite actors. He, comedically, but he's yeah. also incredibly talented. He's very good. I forgot Tim Roth was in that, too. I like Tim Roth. Oh, I always forget that Channing Tatum's in it. Until yeah, yeah, they do yeah. that pan down, and then you see Channing Tatum yep. standing there. Oh, my God. I, I love the twists and turns, and it's one movie, slash show, depending on how you watch it. I will say... Where I like Tarantino's voiceover in that one thing when they poison the coffee, and you hear Tar- Quentin Tarantino goes, "Let's go back 15 minutes," and he yeah. just and he does a oh, little yeah, sets yeah, yeah. up that whole oh, thing. I forget he does that. Such yeah. a good little moment of like resetting. He does it one time. It's yeah. not a it's not a story thing, and it just goes to show like you can you can fuck with the process a little bit if you if you know what you you're doing. You gotta earn it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, gotta yeah. know you gotta what you're it. doing. But yep. it feels like you're ha- you're having someone tell a story to you. You know, yep. and he's like, "Just you all might have missed one thing," and he goes back, and he goes, "Now continue watching." Yeah. It's so good. I, yeah, voiceover is tough. I think there's definitely more examples of. It's not voiceover. even a character though. It's Quentin Tarantino doing the voiceover, right? Like it's like it's like the the guy who wrote it is saying, "Wait yeah. one second, let me pause my own story to tell you what you missed." It's yes. so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I mean, voiceover can be overdone. Oh, it's yeah. probably been overdone more than it's been done right. But Scorsese's yeah. obviously the probably the goat of voiceover. Yeah. You know. uh what Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas, Casino. Oh yeah, they're yeah, all. I mean, they all have. But they, it like has it. It's like it's almost like a. It's not there to like tell you stuff as much as it's there to like facilitate the story in a way where like it's moving. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that's why you can watch Goodfellas two and a half hours and like you're locked in the whole time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I recently started writing down an idea, typing something out, and I found myself doing a lot of voiceover, um, like character VO, yep. character VO stuff. It's a very old school method. They used to do it a lot in the noir films. Right. And the you know, but Billy Wilder, great director from the thirties, forties, fifties, like he uh he did a lot of voiceover Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. There's a lot of that voiceover people, stuff. People kind of shun it now, but like, it can be like overdone. when it's done right though, especially for like a noir movie, it really adds to that aesthetic. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I agree. So yeah, man. No, that's uh, yeah. that's cool. We got totally off subject from Thanksgiving, but um, what do we know when this? Let me guess when this one comes out. Thanksgiving, November seventeenth. Oh. You get a little time before too to get your, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Uh, hide your kids, hide your turkeys. Yeah, I'm sure it'll. <laughs> I'm sure it'll make some some money. I don't think anything else is coming out around that time. They fucking delayed Dune. So. I can't believe it. They I can't believe Dune, it. But Napoleon will be out. That so, one, I feel like Napoleon. You got to see an IMAX. Those big battle scenes. Yeah. Now that Dune's not in theaters anymore this year, I'll probably see Napoleon. Yeah. 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 I'll probably yeah. get out. Hope it's good. Hope Ridley cool. can live up to it. You know. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? I think the the cool thing... Of, so, R- Ridley made Napoleon, yeah? He did. Okay. And he also is making Gladiator 2. And I think the cool thing about Napoleon is that you see those big, big battle scenes with a lot yeah. of wide shots and everything else. I think it's going to set up how fans will interpret Gladi- Gladiator 2. If yeah. that one doesn't look... If Napoleon doesn't look great... No yeah. one's going to see Gladiator 2. I don't think Ridley's ever had a problem, though, without with the movies looking bad. I will say oh, that. Oh, I agree. He's always, yeah. I agree. Um, it's interesting, because, like, he, he always, he never writes his movies, really. That's why he's always able to pump them out like this. Yeah. Like, House of Gucci and, Last, and the Last Duel came out the same year. Um, but you know what I love about this? Napoleon and Gladiator 2 are movies that should have been made in the 2000, early 2000s. Yeah. Like they don't make movies like that anymore. Those big historical right. epics. Hopefully this will get them back in the back in the zone. Yeah, know? I think so. Because I miss those. I Grew know. up on those. I'm, I'm done with seeing the, the biopics about musical artists. Yeah, you know, give me something back, from the theater, from to, the old yeah. days. Yep, 100%. That'll be cool. Hopefully, hopefully it looks good. Napoleon, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of what's-his-name recently. Bo is Afraid. Yeah, you, you're anti-Joaquin Phoenix. I'm not anti-Joaquin, but like I'm a little... <laughs> but I'm a little... I've just seen enough. Give me yeah, a break. Yeah. Give me a break. You know, he, he, I'm sure he wants a break from you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Listen, if Joaquin Phoenix is watching this show <laughs> and he's one of the 45 views, then yeah. thank you, Joaquin. <laughs> Appreciate you. But uh, uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. Anyway, good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Comment below, please. What's your favorite horror movie? Psychological thriller, whatever you want, throw it in there. Is American Psycho a horror movie? I don't think so. But uh, let us know. Ask some questions. We'll answer them next week. Matt will be back in studio. We'll probably have another great set of topics as usual. But, guys, Movie Mob Podcast drops Fridays at 6 p.m. here on Woco Media Channel. Like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. We'll see you next week. How you doing?